Hey everybody, what's up guys? Um so I'm doing like something different. <laughs> I guess it's different for me. Um mainly because so the Lord gave me this idea that he's going to give me well he's going to give me like spring words, you know, like an actual spring where I don't actually have time to sit down and prepare the word and flesh it out and and basically just being led by the Holy Spirit as I speak and being okay with that. Okay? All right. So, um so while we were running with my sissy this morning, one of my sisters, um we we were running um on the road we were jogging and god was talking to me about shortcuts right so he'd been really pushing us to run as the the road curves and as the road goes and not take the shortcut or the tablap as we all know it in south africa <laughs> um, but to take the full distance to do the full distance and i was like cool um lord what are you saying about these shortcuts what's up what's up you know so then cool so i i i i came to this to this part um where he was like share about shortcuts and i was like okay um so i'm going to start with a definition a shortcut according to google is an alternative route that is shorter than the one usually taken so double up basically alternative route shorter than the one usually taken you know the double up on the road it's just an alternative route which is shorter than the one you would take on the road and then he was giving me context in terms of how this december most of us are going to take shortcuts with our families um uh-huh. and um yeah that needs to be alleviated eh? that needs to be like killed destroyed <laughs> so what he means in terms of taking shortcuts with our families is that some of us um are not in a space where we're able to treat our families the way god has called us to treat human beings in general um we ridicule our families um and this is all based on what we think is a valid reason if they mean if they say things like you've gained weight <laughs> if they like why aren't you married you don't have a job blah 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 you know all that jazzy fizzle and we think ah oh, god these people are being mean to us and Before I even get into the two scriptures that he gave me, I just want to touch on a word that he brought to my attention. Um it was actually a revealed word. So, I've been in two instances this year that made me blow up. They were like a genuine test of my character. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And both this these instances um I could hear the the Lord clearly. I I knew what I was supposed to do in both these instances. They were directly coming at me. The person was coming at me directly. And in both the instances, the spirit of the Lord said to me, "Bless the person that is coming at you right now." And I was like, "Sorry. The what now, God? No, God, no, wait. <laughs> wait." And he was like, "Release a blessing upon this person." And I believe it was this morning. Yes, it was this morning. The Lord showed me in the word that he was picking up what he was saying. And I was like, mm, "God, you're in an entire situation. You're lit. You're lit, God. You're lit." And the word that he had given me is in 1 Peter. Yes. 1 Peter 3:9. Um, it says, "Don't repay evil for evil." 
do not retaliate when people say the about you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. This is what God wants you to do. He will bless you for it. Keyword, it doesn't say um, don't retaliate when believers say unkind things about you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. It says people, human beings, humanity, mankind, right? So, um, back to the shortcut situation, the whole God, they are mean to me. That's your answer. Pay them back with a blessing because God will bless you for it, right? And he was basically explaining that the shortcuts that he's talking about is everything that he's worked to build your character this whole year. We need to be aware that we don't take it and just like put it in a nice wrapping paper and just throw it in the dustbin um, in the name of, ah, God, they are being mean to me, though. They don't understand me, though. Um, they don't get that I'm born again, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost and just like shaken up and stirred up, zealous for the Lord. Yeah. So he was explaining that firstly, we need to understand that families are God's plan. They are God's idea. They are God's orchestration. It is not by chance that we are in families that we are in. I'm just going to throw in one of my pastors, Pastor Sam. I'm giving you a shout out for your teachings on family. <laughs> yeah. So Pastor Sam has been really teaching intensely about this in some of the relationship sessions about God raising up a, a standard basically of what kind of families he had intended us to be in, us to have all along, you know, and he's, he's, he's fixing things. God is fixing things that were broken things that were just not put in in the place that they should have been in and god is is raising that up in in this generation and so what god was saying in terms of taking shortcuts with with families he gave me matthew 7 13 to 14 enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it <laughs> 14 but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it so in this context what god is speaking about in terms of shortcuts and families he's saying that especially for the part that says for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it if you look at family dynamics i don't know if it's it's my family or what i've learned i guess is that once you start talking about a specific malume having a drinking problem and and not in a way that you would say what you're saying if he was there but in a way that not only i don't want to say dehumanizes him but in a way that's genuinely disrespectful right it becomes contagious you know it's like once you start talking about them everybody starts talking about them and before you know it that's the whole family's opinion about mom that maybe she's just mean she's just a mean person uh, or whoever like your cousin brother your cousin sister is useless because of this and because of that it's contagious that's why the that's why the part that says broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it you know have you considered that you're actually pushing your family or dragging them or leading them to this road of destruction <laughs> through what you say about your family members through the way you view some of your family members and it is time to take them through the small gates and the small gates because it's narrow you know and yes it leads to life and only a few find it what that means is that 
there's gonna have to be someone that stands up against whatever it is that has been planted rooted um within the family base there's gonna be there's gonna have to be someone that wants to take down all those altars all the spirits that you know everything that makes almost kind of whatever the family dynamic is destructive and it is our choice to choose that road that gate it is our choice and it is what we're called to you know to stand in the gap for our families and not see them in the carnal sense but see things according to god and god's perspective you know what i mean god doesn't is not looking at the people in your family that you have a problem with and judging them like that he judges them according to who he is by judging them i mean because they are sometimes god's wrath eh? <laughs> Hey, um, but what I mean by judging them, God still is really still a God of second chances. And if God can fetch people that are in the depths, the pits, y'all, then who are we to judge those people? And isn't it amazing that God's final word is love covers all multitude of sin. Isn't it amazing that in the space of somebody really saying unkind things to you, God chooses to tell you to bless that person. Isn't it crazy? Isn't that weird? I think that's crazy, guys. I think that talks so much about God's character. And the thing is, we've worked so hard this whole year trying to change these levels, changing levels in who we are, changing levels in what we believe and just killing things that are not like un, un, like wrong teachings and, and all those things. And then we get to December where it's supposed to be a time for us to rejoice with the families God has given us. And yet we just choose to just bash our families and just be sour like the whole December because you want to spend time with your family. And God is calling us to, to a place where we can stand in the gap for our families in the sense that we don't see things the way, the way, for the lack of a better word, the way the Holy Spirit explains is that there's a real, which is the canon, then there's a real, real, which is the spiritual, what's really happening, you know. So we don't choose to see our families in the carnal sense, but we choose to use the gaze that we've been using the whole year, which is the discernment and what the Holy Spirit teaches you. And you'll find it so amazing that if you choose to see the, your family and, and things that are happening in your family, the way God sees them, then... Firstly, you, you have the ability to uproot that thing and then you have the ability to pour in the spirit of God and, and the grace of God, the love of God, the peace of God, you know, into whatever was happening there. You go into this part of First Peter 2.9 that God talks about. Um, so in 8, God was talking about, it says, and the scripture also says, he is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that will make them fall. They stumble because they do not listen to God's word or obey it. So they meet the fate that has been planned for them, right? Nine says, but you, you are not like that for you are a chosen people. You are a kingdom of priests, God's holy nation, his very own possession. This is so you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. May we never forget while we're chilling with our families that God actually, it's actually because of God that we've been pulled out of the darkness into the marvelous light of God. That we didn't do that on our own accord. That it is by God that we got saved. That you are sanctified because of God. That he took you out of where you were and cleaned you up. So what right do you have to look at your uncle and speak what you think 
is who he is. I hope we get to the point where we begin to see people the way God saw us. That we take upon the mantle of showing people, showing others the goodness of God. And isn't it the goodness of God that when you were faithless, he was faithful, you know? Isn't it the goodness of God that when you were unkind to even yourself, that God remained kind to you, he remained merciful, gracious. Isn't it the goodness of God that even now, when we actively choose and pursue sin, God still chooses us. He still says, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So why is it that when it's us, it's like, ah, because now I'm saved and I'm living my best life as a believer. They are not worthy or they don't deserve the grace of God. God says love covers a multitude of sin. You know, so the shortcut that we seek to take this December, may we, may we just kill it. And I hope you guys got what the shortcut is, you know, is to just take everything that God has taught you this year and just put it in a nice little bottle and just go throw it away instead of running the race till the end. Even when it comes to your family, especially when it comes to your family, how do you expect them to know that God is good? How do you expect them to know that God is righteous, that he is faithful? If you don't show them as a carrier of God's spirit, how do you expect them to know that God loves them regardless of what they've done? And yes, he's called us to a place of purity. But if you look at what God did for you, it took you a while to get where you are. You didn't just get there by blinking your eyes, you know. So God is calling us to full accountability with our families, to full love with our families. And God's been really emphasizing the importance of family. And he said to me, do you understand that first base in any country is families families make communities communities make actually this is based on the teaching i watched um by my by dr miles monroe and he said families god said families make communities communities make the state the state makes the nation so whatever you're doing in your home base is whatever you're going to pour out into the rest of the nation and if we're called for nations then we kind of need to start with the base work. You know, we, need, we can't take shortcuts when it comes to our families. We can't, we can't treat um, the church or the, the people that we think are worthy of being treated with love and care and we just shut our families out of that. It's just not God's plan. That's not what God wants. Family is so important to God. He works in an order and structure of family. He brought us out of the darkness into his marvelous light because we're his fam bam. It's not that God could not spend eternity without us. It's that he did not want to because we are his fam bam. We are his, you know. So don't not want to spend time with your family because <laughs> they're acting out of character. Be wise enough to acknowledge that this is not the full version of who this person is. You know, that was deep. Mm. As my pastor said, we are deep. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and in, in, the, in, the, in the aspect of all of this, um, the Lord was talking about how many are called, but few are chosen, right? And you were saying, 
There are many accord to to loving, great, amazing family systems, family values, family bases. But the few are the ones that choose to obey what God says regarding families. You know, regarding excuse me. It's usually the few that re- that really choose to obey God when God tells you to to really care for your siblings and your cousins and really show them that you love them the way God has loved you. It's only the few. The few are the people that obey God. There's no like secret weapon for that now. Obey God at all times, you know. So firstly, I hope you guys have a phenomenal December. And I'm not saying all of this stuff because my family is perfect. If you know me, you will know. What's up in terms of the family base? And it was something that had to be uprooted uh, this year. God had to show me the scars and the pain and everything that was holding me back. Mainly because of two reasons. One, I I refused to take accountability and responsibility for the decisions I made. Two, I refused to forgive. That was it. That was legit what was holding me back. And I'm not going to say I'm there, like I've reached a level. No, we're still working on it. It's a working progress. And it's not easy to accept some of the things that have happened in my family. You know, it's not easy. But through God and God's wisdom and through really trusting God, when God says to me, let this go, um, it's not that I'm like, okay, cool, Lord, I'm letting it go. No, it's through the help of the Holy Spirit that I'm able to let it go. And it's not always easy. Sometimes God says, let it go to me on Monday, maybe like on the first of a month. And child, I can only let it go on the 30th of that month. It's, it's, you know, it's a progress. It's a working progress. It's a process. It's not easy. It doesn't happen at the blink of an eye. And so God is really calling us to love our families, to enjoy having our families and to show our families God, which I think is such an amazing thing. I think it's amazing that someone can actually say, I know that God loves me because he sent tiny to show me that he loves me whether i'm the niece whether i'm the 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 daughter you know whatever it is but god has has been saying that a lot of people kind of say god you don't love me because you didn't show up for me and god tends to use people to show them that i did show up i sent this person to come and say this to you to come and like hug you or whatever you know so you're the vessel bro like and sis you're the vessel don't sleep on you being the vessel don't for your family. You're the one standing in the gap for your family. And God will honor you and them because he loves all of y'all, you know. So guys, firstly, I hope you have a great December. Secondly, if you're not going on vacate, make your home a vacate. <laughs> you know, like some of us. <laughs> and just choose, choose, make it a choice. Make it a choice to have a great time with your family. Make it a choice to choose to see the things that make them great and things that build them things that like show them who they can really be decisions decisions okay guys thank you for listening to my podcast um if you don't know yet please subscribe (laughs) hopefully i'll have a few more of these like spring words (laughs) as the lord leads but have a great december guys have a joyous joyous time it's fam time y'all it's fam time okay bye